0: You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge.
1: Don't adjust your dial, don't change the station, don't stop the podcast. This is Sexy Marriage Radio, but this is the newest version of Sexy Marriage Radio, where I am pleased to announce that I am not flying solo. If you're new to the show, Sexy Marriage Radio, you can find out all kinds of information at sexymarriageradio.com. We'd also love your emails at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And you can jump on iTunes and give us your thoughts about what you think. And if you like it, give us a five-star review. That helps us climb the charts. But without further ado, I do have to make a very important announcement that I have a lovely, talented co-host joining me from here on out. Miss Shannon Etheridge, she was on two shows just prior, and it worked out so well. I said, "Shannon, you got to stay," and she said, "Okay." So I she-
0: said, "Twist my arm."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I am uh, thrilled to think about what can happen as we go forward t- together, Shannon, and I'm glad you're here.
0: Me too. I feel like it was a match made in heaven.
1: <laughs> so it. There, there's people. I mean, Sexy Marriage Radio has been around for j- over two years now, and if you're just now tuning in, or you caught some um, of the shows in, in the hun- in lower in the lower hundreds, you know, as far as before a hundred shows, boy, I said that very poorly. But um, if you caught any of those, Gina Paris was my co-host, and then she needed to transition into something new and different in her world. So I had a window of just kind of me with a bunch of guests that were joining and you were one of those that was great and now you're here regularly so I want to get people just introduced to you Shannon so I mean I'm not sure where that should go but I know you've written lots and lots of books you have lots and lots of expert advice and thoughts when it especially when it comes to sexuality but you also have a fascinating story and and that's where I'd love I'd love to hear
0: yeah yeah Um, Well, and and what I think that is important for other people to know is I've actually been wanting to do this for about, oh, 10 years. Every time (laughs) I do a radio show or a television show, people say, you should have your own show, but it's not Reigns that I ever wanted to grab hold of and gallop on my own. But when I met you, Corey, at AACC, um, at American Association of Christian Counselors Conference uh, in September, and you told me about what you were doing, I got so excited over the idea of jumping into this hot seat with you, and I remember you had tossed out a couple of other possible names as co-hosts that just shall remain um unmentioned. Thank and you. I remember thinking, you better not! No way! No, <laughs> pick me! Pick me! <laughs> so I'm delighted to get to come along for the ride with you, and I'm glad that you hold the reins because I don't do technology.
1: <laughs> oh, it's this is this that's my wheelhouse. I'm the I'm the I have a definite geek side to me. I I will proudly acknowledge.
0: Well, I'll let you drive the motorcycle and I'll ride along in the (laughs) sidecar. Perfect.
1: (laughs) So let's let's get started with just, um, I mean, because your your background, you kind of stumbled into the world of sexuality, correct?
0: I did. Well, yeah, (laughs) I guess you could put it that way. (laughs) I stumbled in the world of sexuality a lot on my own um, and then got a big wake-up call In, of all places, a funeral home in Dallas, Texas, just right down the road from you, Corey. Uh, When I was 19 years old, I wanted to become a pathologist, but I couldn't afford medical school. So I thought being a mortician would be the next best thing. So I signed up for Dallas Institute of Mortuary Science, and I landed a job at the second largest funeral home in Dallas. And I was expecting to be embalming people who were just in their 80s, 90s, reached the end of their life, died of natural causes. But I was shocked at how many people I was embalming uh, who had died in their 30s or even in their 20s, either because of full-blown AIDS or they committed suicide when they got an HIV positive diagnosis. And I remember standing over that embalming table thinking, whoa, there but for the grace of God go I. Mm-hmm. And I would go and get tested for HIV, and it would come back negative, and I would be quite surprised but grateful. And um, I distinctly remember that um, it was during that season of my life that I actually said a prayer and said, okay, God, um, just – Show me what to do to change my lifestyle because I realize I'm living very dangerously here. And I sensed God saying, Shannon, I'll redeem your past if you'll trust me with your future. And so not long after that, I started visiting this church down the road. And that just happens to be where I met my six foot seven spiritual giant of a husband named Greg, (laughs) who was incidentally a virgin when we married. Um, That was quite the surprise that God would give me a virgin. Um, but our youth pastor asked me if I would be willing to speak to the youth group on any topic that I chose. And I said, is it okay if I talk about sexual integrity? Because I didn't want those young people winding up on my embalming table Mm -hmm. too early in life. So I started out back in the nineties speaking on, um, abstinence and healthy sexuality, but that audience grew to become college students. And so I branched out speaking on college campuses. And then that audience got married. And so I started speaking on, you know, marital issues and Mm -hmm. marital intimacy. And then they started having kids. And so I started teaching (laughs) them how to instill sexual values in their kids. And so here I am, been married 23 years. And we have a 21-year-old daughter and an 18-year-old son um, who I believe are just my biggest cheerleaders. And it's just been such a fun thing to teach people how to embrace a healthy sexual lifestyle at a wide variety of seasons in their life. And so now my husband is 50, and here I am in my mid-40s. And you know, I'm speaking a lot more to older audiences about how to remain sexually active even into your golden years. And right. so it's just been a, a wild ride.
1: Well, it sounds like it. I mean, <laughs> you go from the embalming table to Sexual talks. That's that's a pretty good leap.
0: <laughs> but it makes sense when you it hear does. it you know, spelled no, out, right? It, it
1: does because it's you know anytime you get to those those pivotal moments in life where you know it, it, it's it's a tragedy of somebody else, it's something else happens in your family, and it kind of helps you refocus, reshape your life. You know, you, you use it as a teaching moment for yourself and.
0: Well, and I like to think that I'm leading people from death to life, that by teaching them how to have healthy sexuality, I'm not just saving them from the grave. I'm also teaching them how to have abundant life and how to scratch that deep soul itch for passion and, and genuine intimacy and sexual fulfillment and pleasure and all those things that we crave as sexual human beings. I love it when couples actually discover that and get on the same page and let go of all their guilt and their shame and their inhibitions and all the roadblocks that hold them back toward having the life that they deserve.
1: Right. And and so that's I, I'm guessing then soon after the speaking and some of that started just taking shape and, and getting some legs, if you will. Um, that's, yeah
0: that's... it evolved from writing into speaking when I really sensed that I was supposed to be writing out my lecture notes for a college class that I was teaching okay and um, it didn't make sense to me because I had been speaking for years, but I just thought, no, if there's somebody who who misses the class, I want to be able to hand them the entire lecture in written form mm-hmm. and after about twelve lectures you know twelve sets of lecture notes, a friend of mine said to me, Shannon, you should turn this into a book. And I just said, Jerry, I can't write a book. (laughs) And then I kind of sensed of, oh, I actually just did. Yeah, I actually already (laughs) have. These these 12 lecture notes made 12 chapters, which made a complete book. Mm -hmm. And it was as I was trying to get that book called Words of Wisdom for Women at the Well, as I was trying to get that book published, there happened to be a literary agent who represented Stephen Arterburn, who uh, is the Women of Faith founder and the New Life um, radio host, founder of New Life Ministries, Mm -hmm. he and Fred Stoker had co-authored a series called Every Man's Battle, which had already hit the bestseller list, and they were searching for a woman to develop a female corollary, to write a book called Every Woman's Battle, Every Young Woman's Battle for teenagers and college-age women, Um, every, or preparing your daughter for every woman's battle about instilling values in your eight to 12 year old daughters. They wanted me to come alongside and for every, every man's battle book, uh, published, they wanted a female corollary. And so when the agent put that opportunity on the table at me, I just said, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I would have to fast and pray about that. Okay. God said, yes. (laughs) 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 to know that this was an opportunity of a lifetime to really impact people, not just locally, not just on one college campus, but worldwide. Um, We were delighted. It was actually the week of my 40th birthday that my publisher called and said, Shannon, we've we've got a birthday present for you. They said, as of this week, the Every Woman's Battle series has now sold over a million copies and it's published in, I think, 23 different languages, something along those lines. But the idea that, that that series could impact that many women, that many couples, that many families worldwide. I'm just so blessed and honored and blown away. No one is more surprised by any of that than I am, but um, I I definitely didn't want to just rest on my laurels and just kick back. Um, I wanted to, keep researching and keep learning and keep growing and and keep speaking and keep writing. And so that's why I've gone on to do books like the sexually confident wife, Mm -hmm. the fantasy fallacy that we talked about last week. Um, We have a new book coming out in January called the passion principles about celebrating freedom in the marriage bed. Um, But just recently I had a, a very new experience last month. We released my first fiction novel And some people are quite surprised to hear that I would even want to do fiction. But the reason is because so many people would say, Shannon, you know, I don't read nonfiction. I don't want a self-help book. And so many people that I know would never pick up a book on sex. Why don't you write some powerful stories? Why don't you craft a fiction novel that will tell your story but in a – in a more artistic, creative way. And so I've always wanted to do that, but I've known enough about fiction to know that I don't know how to write it. That's right. not how my brain functions. And so my literary agent partnered me with Katherine Mackle, who's a professional fiction writer, and she has woven together an amazing tale. She, like, waved her creative magic wand over it and brought my vision to life. And I am so proud. And um, This particular novel is about a married woman who um, her 14-year-old son is about to die and desperately needs a liver transplant, and they can't find a donor. And so her husband approaches her and says, Julia, there is one other possibility, actually two other possibilities that have got to be explored immediately, and that's the two biological daughters that she gave birth to over 20 years before, mm-hmm. by conceived by two different fathers. Mm-hmm. And so she has to track these two women down, introduce herself as their biological mother, and ask them for a piece of their liver. And uh, the price that they exact to even be tested is that they each want to meet their biological fathers. And so she has to go back on a journey through her own sexual past – Right. Um, and, and try to, you know, try to redeem it and try to make some sense of it all. And it's just a really wild tale. And of course her, her daughters in their twenties have their own sexual issues going on in their lives. And so to try to be a mom to two women that you've just met, it's just a really interesting and cleverly told story. And I'm so proud to have worked with Kathy Mackle on that
1: project. Well, that's, I mean, man, <laughs> you talk about having to deal with some stuff that that's just a natural part of living. I mean that's that's a great way to tell that story. I mean it's a great yeah. way, it's a great way to introduce that topic.
0: Yeah. So speaking of stories, Corey, uh, I know that or hopefully a lot of my followers have just tuned in to Sexy Marriage Radio, curious to see what it is that I'm doing right now, <laughs> right? and they're wondering about you. They want to know who you are and and why you started this and what your original mission was. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the history of the show?
1: All right. Well. Sexy Marriage Radio came about, I mean, it's, it's over two years now that that this show's been coming out every week. There's new shows that come out every Wednesday. Uh, they can be found at sexymarriageradio.com, obviously. Um, iTunes is, is probably the primary area that, that we focus or I focus because I'm trying to, would love for Sexy Marriage Radio to climb the charts, especially in the sexuality category because when I was looking through... All the different stuff that's out there on the topic of sex. I mean, the internet is just full of sex stuff. And most of it is not healthy. It's not helpful. It sometimes is downright destructive. And it's also just kind of an anything-goes kind of a mindset. And I believe that most married people believe in a monogamous relationship, and they want that whether they have any kind of religious or Christian or spiritual bent or not, I still feel like most people want a a, a great, vibrant marriage, and specifically sex life within that marriage. And so I've had this desire to speak into that void for a long time, ever since I started Simple Marriage, which is my primary Internet home, which has been there for almost six years now. Um, that's been something that's a, 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 a passion is how do you, how do you help married couples have better sex lives? And, yeah, but I can't, do, I'm not going to do that solo as far as just a guy talking on the internet about sex. I mean, that, that just doesn't come across well. So <laughs> that, that's something that, you know, it, it's, it's, it's necessary to have the female counterpart of that, you know, it's necessary to have somebody that can bring the feminine, and, and, and can and can talk about a woman's perspective of things. And my wife is not going to do that. She's, that's not her wiring. She's a CPA uh, by, <laughs> by training.
0: Which is so unusual that you and I both talk about sexuality and both of our spouses are CPAs who are like, now look, yeah. I'll be involved in, with you in the bedroom, but I don't want to be involved <laughs> with you on the stage or on the radio. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. And so it's one of those that, you know, it, it, I was just trying to, see, to seek out who who would be a good fit, and Gina Paris, who was the, my uh, first co-host, we had known each other for a couple of years via the internet and blogging world, and had kind of crossed paths, done a couple of joint ventures together as far as creating some products or some different things, and so she was just kind of a natural. Hey, Gina would be good because she talks about this already; she's willing to. And so that was a good first fit, and, and we, we launched off um, two years ago, and it, it rapidly grew as far as the audience, the feedback we were getting, the questions. And so you know, Sexy Marriage Radio, at its core, it, it, the goal is to help increase desire and passion and adventure and eroticism and love and all that sex entails. And it's, and it's designed to come at it from a health standpoint – but it's also we'll talk about anything on this show. I mean, uh, oral sex. We're I'm, I, let's talk about it. You know, fantasy. Let's talk, let's talk about, talk about it. it. Yep. You know, BDSM stuff. Let's talk about it. I mean, I don't care if if a, if our listeners want to hear about something specific. Let's let's address it because. It's a listener-driven show in the yeah, sense. Yeah, and we of, don't
0: have people to answer to that are going to go. Uh, no, no, you're not allowed yeah, to talk no. about that. That's going to affect our ratings and <laughs> <Right>. our income.
1: <laughs> right. So this is one of those that we get emails regularly to the show that come in from feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, and they suggest things to talk about, and they bring up, hey, I want to hear about this, or this is what's going on in my marriage, and would love would love your take on it, and and we'll then that's a future show. And so we would sit down and, and flesh out what we're going to, you know, how we want to cover it. And the nice thing, too, and Shannon, this is where you being on board with this is is a tremendous benefit because I have a certain bent in the way I see things, not only just because I'm a guy, but also just because of my training. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a family therapist, I have a private practice, I see clients, I work with them, I'm trained in that. You have a counseling degree, a coaching background. Practice a speaking, you know, life, a, a, an author brain, you know, all of that and, yep. and the female side of things. So there's times where we're going to see things different and that's okay. You know, that is
0: absolutely okay. That's
1: exactly what happens in marriage. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. And Corey, looking back over the past couple of years, is there a particular, Couple, or an email, or a topic that you feel like has really kind of stood out as the forefront of, of kind of uh, a crowning achievement. Uh, can give us a sample of of what it is that you're hoping to accomplish by giving us a, a flashback to to something that you've experienced with a couple in the past. Some kind of breakthrough they've had, or something.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of that, um, there's we get one of the things we love is hearing emails. Um, that have questions and and legit, you know, it's insight into people's lives, and and that's I'm humbled by that 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 I get a chance to speak into, and that you and I will get a chance to speak into people's lives and and into their bedroom, because that's where it's most intimate, that's where it's most personal, and and a chance to try to change that, uh, improve that, I'm like, that's that's huge. And so, the flip side of that, whenever the show receives emails from listeners that are just loving what, what Sexy Marriage Radio offers. I mean, that's – I love it. I mean, that's, that's some of the best pay ever, <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if you will, for doing this show. And one in particular that stands out, it's a listener that he's listened to most every episode. I'm just going to paraphrase it except for a couple parts of it. But he, he listens to – he's listened to every single show, some of them multiple times, specifically the ones on oral sex five t- times or more. Hmm, wonder what's going on with that. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> sounds like some wishful thinking. Yeah, there. well, I, I would if if I, I did the shows, and I would find myself probably even listening to those shows again too. That's kind of insight into my life. But, um, so it's one of those things that he's. They've struggled in his marriage. He struggled for for years. It's been a few steps forward, a few steps back. You know, a few steps forward and. And sometimes things are unbelievably better, and then sometimes, man, we hit a wall. And the frustration for him is he has a wife that will not acquiesce to, to seeking help. You know, so, so counseling is off the table. Yeah. So he's basically resigned himself to Sexy Marriage Radio has become a huge source of information for him. Mm-hmm. So through that, he, he was listening, he's been listening, and then he, he sent this email. said, well, last night his wife woke him up at 3 a.m., And what has, what happened had never happened in 25 years of marriage. They went completely off script as off the grid, as, as we've advised from, from future, from past shows of we, we all follow a script. So they went off script as we advise and they still have not found her panties, which I love it. (laughs) What
0: a great problem to have.
1: (laughs) Love it. And then he follows it up with, you know, we may still crash and burn. I don't know, which that's a reality, you know, we get great tastes of things, but we still have to keep working we can't just cruise but wow what an encou- that encounter was a great marriage builder and a beacon of hope and so since sexy marriage radio my fantasies are more frequent about my wife largely due to our coaching and that's just huge to me because that is that's
0: phenomenal yeah that's
1: changing somebody's life and, and
0: family right yeah and, and their and- generations and and for years, people have been looking to the internet for sex education. For lack of courage to talk to, you know, whether it's their pastor or a, a coworker, or they just don't know who to who is a safe person to ask. That right. isn't going to make me feel embarrassed or guilty or ashamed or like a pervert or whatever. So I love what, <laughs> that you're using the internet as an effective sex education tool. Right. And I love the approachability that our listeners have to you as a licensed marriage and family therapist, to me as a published author and life coach. And, and so let's say that they're, that they're going to be listening for a while and um, let's say that they want more help beyond just listening to the radio podcast. What help is going to be available to them beyond these radio shows if they so choose?
1: Well, I mean, that then leads right into what you and I do um, for a living, doesn't it? That it's, we each have our own little businesses and our yep. in our own little ministries, if you will, that, that seek to help people. And that's, that's one thing I do want to be clear. Cause I know you're on the same page as I am with this, Shannon, that Sexy Marriage Radio is not a Christian show, quote unquote. Right. It's, it's a healthy sex show. Right. Um, you and I both come from a Christian background and, and believe in that. But that's also what works for for us, you know. It's right, work, it's and works and for we don't me. want to
0: force that right. on anybody because we realize that that's not everyone's right. worldview, and, so and this, that's okay. Yeah,
1: this is not intended, or or is, my, or is our desire to be preachy. It's it's right. The only thing I want to preach is that that married sex can be fantastic. <laughs> so, and, and absolutely, and, and that's what I want to get across. That's the whole point of Sexy Marriage Radio. So, whether you know, I, I know we have listeners that they don't believe in In any the spiritual realm or a Christian or religious bent, and that I love that because that's what that's who I want to speak to is because that's life and and we all struggle. and so the but the resources you're talking about, you know obviously we work with people both both you and I do remotely in the sense of via the internet or phone. Um, right. I, I have a practice in Dallas where I see clients uh, regularly each week, courses I offer. Products that have been written. I know you have um, the workshops that you offer, the Woman at the Well options, yep. and and the books that you've written. And so that, I mean, there's, there's it seems like there's all these different steps of. You so listen there's to, a
0: plethora of right. resources available to them beyond these podcasts,
1: right? And if we don't have it, I know we would gladly. I will gladly. Well, here's a great one that that I know of. Go there, check that out because right. My my goal is just to. I, I want, truly just want to help.
0: Right. So if they wanted to find out more about how to connect with you for one-on-one consultation or couples counseling or whatever, they would go to simplemarriage.com. Is At, that correct? Yeah, well,
1: simplemarriage.net. The guy that owns .com won't sell it to me. So.
0: <laughs> okay, simplemarriage.net. <laughs> and for those who are interested in connecting with me about coaching, um, they can just go to com, And yep. they'll also see the wide variety of books that we have to offer there on that site. But, Corey, I have to say, number one... Thank you for running with your vision and for creating this platform and giving people the opportunity to just anonymously and freely uh, Mm -hmm. just listen in and glean all that they can about healthy sexuality. And then I want to say thank you for inviting me on board and for for sharing this opportunity with me. I think that we're going to have a lot of fun together in the future, and And I hope that people will join us over and over.
1: Yeah, I do too, and I can't wait to see what the future holds because I feel like – um, we've only scratched the surface uh, with this show, I and mean, that there's truly so much out there. There's so much pain and frustration and heartache that people go to bed with every night, and yeah.
0: so unnecessarily. Yeah,
1: and there's ways, and and then, and then also the fact that that you, you I completely get the sense you'll be real that that we'll we'll share you know because it's not like it's not like I go to bed every night and I'm having swinging from the chandelier sex. I mean, I get shot down. It it just happens, you know. I I make a move, yeah. I make a move, and it fails miserably. So,
0: yep, I get shot down, and I even shoot down on occasion. (laughs) But I also thoroughly enjoy it uh, more often than not, and I hope that that's what our listeners can say. Right, and that's that's
1: what Sexy Marriage Radio is really all about. And so, this this is going to be a great ride. Um, This is going to be something that we value feedback. So if you if you have something you want covered, please send an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com Shannon and I both will get those. Sometimes you'll get follow ups from us. Sometimes it's a future show. We'll just it just it, we kind of make it up as we go along because you really Gigantic. do. Yeah, you really do drive what happens here. So Shannon, I can't wait to see what happens next.
0: Me too, pal.
1: Well, th- this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. We're glad you joined us and to all that is coming i cannot wait and i hope and know that just by listening to this show you can have a whole lot more sex so thanks for thanks for joining us see you next time